Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. Welcome, and as you know, we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And one of our favorite topics that we like to hit upon is health. And uh, obviously, we are under a big pharma dictatorship today, and we cannot trust what they are telling us. Uh, Fauci changes his story seemingly every other week, and uh, we know that uh, he's engaged in treasonous, traitorous behavior against the United States as exposed by Rand Paul in Senate testimony. And uh, Big Pharma, really, can't live with him, can't live with him. And that's how I look at this group, and that's why we have to turn to people like Tim James, our guest, to really tell us what's going on with our bodies, what we should be doing, because what Big Pharma is interested in doing is creating a dependent clientele. Never want to get you over anything. Simply treat the symptoms, hope they come back so they can keep making money. That's the model. And it's interesting, we haven't made many advancements that are being used in the mainstream and things like cancer in 40 years. 40 years, really. All the technological advances somehow skipped over medicine. Well, here to talk to us about that and more is Tim James. Tim, welcome to the show. I'm glad you could join us. Yeah, Dave. Thanks for having me back on, brother. I'm excited to share. And, you know, the goal here today for the listeners is, you know, to get one thing. If you guys can just get one thing that resonates with you, that you can go apply to your life and really start boosting your immune system and eliminating fear from your life, which actually... Fear causes a decrease in the immune system. Yes. So that's what I'm here for today, and I appreciate you having me on. I, you know, I don't know if you know this about me or not. I, um, I have a background as a therapist, and I taught various psychology classes, at everything from uh, high school to postgraduate uh, at the university level. And, and um, one of my specialties was what they call psychoneuroimmunology, the mind-body relationship how stress impacts the body. And uh, that, this, this is why this is such an important topic. We're going to hit on that in a whole variety of things. But first I wanted to ask you this. Well, Dave, no, one, no wonder I felt so calm and collected when I'm on the air with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't know that part about my background. I rely a lot on my research skills because later in my career I taught research and stat. But uh, my, my academic foray was, was the field of psychology. And I was actually a practitioner for a short while. So, it, you know, it, it, it's something that has really interested me, mind-body relationship, both positive and negative. I've been interested in it for athletic performance, but also I've been very interested in it in terms of uh, the debilitating effects that stress can have on the body. But before we go there, we are going to hit that. I wanted to get your reaction to the required vaccine mandates that are going on. And, and, and I want to say this off the top, Tim, just to let you know how it's affecting yours truly. We're going to a concert this Friday, my wife and I, supposedly. And that's if I pass my PCR test, which is notoriously invalid. Even the FDA has said it's invalid. And if it's negative, yeah. And you know what? My wife and I were talking last night. We love to go to concerts from groups from the 70s, the 80s, and 90s. Mm -hmm. But you know what? This is our last concert. We're not putting up with this BS. We're not going to get tested every time we want to go to a concert. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's um, you know, it's frustrating. So what I like to do is like, you know, with me, for the listeners that don't know me, I mean, when I grew up on a cattle and hay farm hunting and fishing and was just pretty much redneck Eastern Oregon guy and kind of like living in Montana. And, and uh, you know, one thing that I got from growing up over there was common sense. 
which is kind of ironic because I'm on the Common Sense show. <laughs> so, <Yes. laughs> and, and I think we just need a little bit more of that because we get so busy in our daily lives that we forget to just stop and ask basic questions like, why are we so unhealthy today? I mean, even before COVID, right? That's a really good question to ask. Why are we so health, unhealthy? Why is over 80% of Americans overweight, obese, or morbidly obese? Why are Americans the sickest people that have ever walked the face of the earth? Especially when we, you know, when we spend $3.3 trillion on healthcare in this country, how is it that we are so sick, so overweight, so medicated, lifeless? Uh, it's just, you know, people don't have energy. I mean, I talk to people all day long. That's, that's what I've been doing for 11 years. It's like people want to get their energy back. They want to get their mental clarity back. They want to get their gut health back. So many people are dealing with gas and bloating and constipation and gut issues. And now all these diseases are popping up, colitis, Crohn's, diverticulitis, diverticulosis, and ulcerative colitis, and irritable bowel syndrome, all these things. And the bottom line is your gut's jacked up, right? So how, how do we get here, right? So I think it's real simple. I just think that we've um, there's been a lot of man-made crap, basically, chemical single molecules and single molecule drugs and things that are in our food and our water supply that are that are they're, they're microscopic and we can't see them and they're bioaccumulating in our in our blood and our fat and our muscle tissue and our brain and we have to have awareness about these things and we got to clean them up and get them out you know if the tractor's chugging along and it's not working very good you don't just put some more diesel in it or get some clean diesel and throw it in there you know you take it into the shop and you you flush out the engine and the transmission fluid and you put in new new oil new spark plugs new fuel filters and then you you know and then you do it again unless it's a diesel then there's no spark plugs but anyway um we we just nobody's given us an owner's manual for our body and i think the the migration that america and like the rest of the westernized world needs to do is we need to move back to nature you know we forget that our body our immune system and the ecosystem of our body comes from the ecosystem out there in nature and it's we have a symbiotic relationship with nature so the farther we are away from nature and the more pollution that we have to deal with on many levels not just the chemical levels but also with you know 5g and the radiation and then the stress of uh, you know financial stress today there's there's a lot going on I mean 70% of Americans have $400 in savings or living hand-to-mouth that creates stress on marriage yeah that, it, it really does before we go down this psychosomatic illness too far though I want to really get your reaction to the the vaccine mandates and all that's going on with big pharma tyranny. I mean, I don't know if you agree with this or not. I made this statement last night on a podcast. We are living under a big pharma dictatorship at the moment. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that people need to, um, we need to really take the rose-colored glasses off and we have to raise our consciousness here. So the reality is, and anybody can do this, you can just you know go online and, and look it up in your browser if you look at like Pfizer as an example, Pfizer in 2011 to 2020 is down $22.4 billion. Most people don't know this. So most people don't know if you look up these, these, um, these big these single molecule drug manufacturers, they are burning to the ground. They're going out of business. That's what was happening with them. Okay, the research and development costs are very high. The profits are down and why is that? Well. They take a single molecule drug and they test it and maybe they get some type of efficacy on something, right? Maybe pancreatic cancer or whatever. And then they patent that sucker. Well, those patents run 20 years, Dave. 
but it takes them about five billion dollars in 13 years to go through you know in, in testing in a, a petri dish and then testing in animals and you know 80 percent of the animal testing fails and the animals get killed and they're maimed and they have all these problems but if it makes it out of that then it goes to phase one clinical trials small groups of humans then phase two clinical trials, larger groups of humans, and then phase three, which is the bigger groups of humans. And if it goes through all that, at the end of about 13 years, then they can go out and sell it. But they only have seven years of patent life left to sell that thing and make a profit, you see? Yeah. And then and then it's over. And the patents on the most profitable drugs are expired. So then you have things like hydroxychloroquine that's like 70 years old almost. And it's generic now because there's no patent on it and it's cheap. And, you know, I don't really push pharmaceutical single molecule drugs at all. I, I want to do things natural because most of these things, most of these molecules, they find in plants in nature and they strip that one molecule out and then they synthesize it. So instead of having going to the plant and getting the whole full spectrum and the cofactors and the bioflavonoids and everything that comes from that that root or that bark or that stem or that leaf or that nut or whatever, they just isolate it and it's a single molecule drug that's now acid based. Well your body is carbon based so they don't mix together. But looking at this, you go from Pfizer, they're going, the pharmaceutical companies, single molecule drug manufacturers are going out of business. So what, what do they got to do? They got, the, they got to save themselves. Their board of directors, they want to save themselves. What do they do? They went to vaccines. Vaccines are growing at 17% a year. And thanks to the Kennedys and the 1986 Vaccine Act, you can't sue vaccine manufacturers. You can't sue them, right? They bundled that in a bill back then. And, and um, it was kind of interesting because I don't know if you're familiar with this, but vaccine manufacturers were getting sued so much because of death and, and hurting people that they were going out of business then. And they came basically to Ronald Reagan and said, hey, look, medicine's going to crumble if you don't put this in. We, you have to stop people from suing us, and then the majority is going to get hurt. Well, that's like having a car dealership, and you know every 10th car drives off, explodes, and kills a family, and you can't sue them. It makes no sense to me. There's no common sense there. But they passed that bill. So these, this is a great industry to get into. It's growing at 17% a year. You can't sue them. Um, and vaccines are completely safe. They're safe and they're free and they're effective. And I can tell you one thing. They're not safe because what they did was is they, you, can still, you can't sue the vaccine manufacturer, but you can go to a vaccine court. So there's a small tax put on all the, all the pills and or all the vaccines they're selling. And you have to go basically to the government, our own government, and, and you go to vaccine court. Over $4 billion has been paid out in damages on vaccine court. So they're not safe, okay? And nothing's free. Anybody with common sense knows nothing's free except loving your neighbor and doing good things and being a decent human being. And effective? Well, yeah. I, I you know, we've seen uh, just the, the reporting and stuff. You know, people, I talk, dude, I'm, on the, I'm in the trenches all day long. Okay, all day long on this stuff, and people are people are dying from the vaccines. They are getting hurt. They're having issues, um, I, like big time. It's not something. It's all it's all being uh, just brushed under the carpet and big mainstream media, the machines, you know, just just brushing it all under the carpet. So I think what happened is is that unfortunately, um, Operation Warp Speed was the Big Pharma bailout, just like Obama bailed out big banks, Operation Warp Speed bailed out big pharma, and that's where we're at today. Again, we have to take off these rose-colored glasses and look where we're at. We're being forced with mandates, forced with vaccines, and we're at 25% unemployment, 
and we have a D minus in infrastructure in our country, and we're heading into third world status. That pretty well says it all, doesn't it? <laughs> Just mm-hmm. I mean, that's quite a summary statement there. Uh, we're going to step aside for our very first of two breaks, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, we're being joined by Tim James, and he's giving us a teaspoon of help, and I'll let him explain that little euphemism a little bit later. But uh, we really appreciate his expertise. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, in the Common Sense Show, we accept advertising that I think you could possibly need or very likely need. We turn away about 90%. So please hear me very clearly on this. The food as a weapon, food shortages, food inflation, shrink inflation. I've covered this nine times Sunday. We've had guests on the show. We have done information pieces on our website if you're not at least the six-month level with storable food for each member of your family, you're putting yourself at risk because you're depending on a government that leaves Americans behind in Afghanistan to take care of your food needs. That's not going to happen. We're eating next year's harvest. Well, we have a great storable food company. They have a good sale. You can find it at preparewithdave.com. 25-year shelf life, 2,000 calories per day. And as far as survival food goes, it's the top of the line. It is the very best in survival food it's not organic and we don't claim that it is but it is survival food and it tastes good i mean i've taken out of the package and 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 have gone around with it i said hey this isn't bad preparewithdave.com is where you need to go also too we're really pushing the sat phone hard and you know that because i know and you know and we've covered it that the, the government could shut down a city within 20 to 30 minutes they have that complete capability major metropolitan areas and they'll shut down the internet, they'll shut down your cell phones. Well, how do you rally? How do you gather your family if they're in different parts of the city? Communication is critical, and it's critical when a crisis is going on. And so if you and your colleagues, friends, neighbors, certainly the family, have sat phones, you're not going to be interfered with. It is extremely difficult for the government to undo that web because then they got to undo a lot of their own web because they're intermingled. It's not an easy task. This is why we push the sat phone. To find out more, give them a call, 855-980-5830, 855-980-5830. Well, we're joined by Tim James, and we're going down the rabbit hole. of We've talked about mandated vaccines, big pharma conspiracy, big pharma domination of government, big pharma immunity from lawsuits. They're not accountable for their own bad acts. And uh, we're going to cover a whole lot more territory Tim, where do you want to pick it up from here? Well, um, you know, I think we could just finish it off by, you know, just using some more common sense here. I don't know if I talked about this before, but since we're kind of just laying it out about big pharma, um, I I mentioned the D minus in infrastructure, right, in our country. We're talking about water systems, clean water. We're talking about air and air pollution, which – I don't know why people aren't talking about that. Over a million people a year die air pollution. How come the news isn't talking about that? That's happening every year. Been happening for a long time. We have pollution problems. We don't have climate change issues. We have pollution issues. If people can just go, there's a there's a documentary called Tapped, T-A-P-P-E-D, and you watch that sucker, and you'll see that there's beaches in Mexico that are half sand, half plastic sand. And these plastics are made from crude oil, and they're off-gassing 24/7 these estrogen mimickers. There's a, you ever heard of the Great Pacific Garbage Patch? Yes. You know what that mm-hmm. is? Uh-huh. It's a big, huge mass of plastic about the size of Texas floating around in the Pacific Ocean. Ship captains have to plot courses around it, and it's out there off-gassing in the little. It's getting in the ecosystem because the little 
molecules come out and then the little you know creatures eat them and then it goes up the food chain and bio uh, magnification so we've got we've got some pollution issues but let's let's go back to the turn of the century because I want to talk about infrastructure because infrastructure is the number one deciding factor on public health it's the it's the biggest determiner determination uh, deal so if we're at a D minus well, look at an infrastructure. Look at our health. We're talking about again water, roads, bridges, tunnels. It's crumbling. Again, we're going into third world status. So, in around the turn of the century, our infrastructure was terrible, Dave. It was terrible. Big corporations had basically had slavery going on. Women and ch children were working in the workforce. It was dangerous to go to work. You could die and get sick at your going to work. Um, long work hours, low pay, slave wages. But there was urine and feces in the streets back then. It was terrible. And then there was, uh, you know, dead house, dead cows and horses in the water supply. So a bunch of women got pissed, and they started the women's labor movement in the late 1800s. And this has all been erased from the history books. It's being erased. Yep, it's hard to find it now. And the women started striking, and they said, "No, we're not going to do this. We want." And they got they they fought and they fought and they fought, and they just stopped going to work and they shut the factories down. That's what they did. So the factories had to bend. And guess what? They got better pay. They got their children out of the workforce. They got the eight-hour workday. They cleaned up the the, um, the work environment. But for our infrastructure, women, upset women, built the infrastructure. You know, Trump had a slogan, make America great again. Well, you know what made America great in the first place? A bunch of pissed-off women. They're the ones that got the sanitation workers and the plumbers, and they got the urine and the feces out of the streets. And they got the dead horses and cows out of the water supply for them and their families and their communities. And from 1900 until 1945 to 1950-ish, about 96% to 97% of infectious diseases were gone, Dave. Gone. These are things like measles is an example. 14 out of 100,000 people died of the measles at night in the year 1900. By the year 1945, 97% of the measles was eradicated. So... Was it Big Pharma that saved them and doctors and pharmacists? No. The, the measles vaccine hit the scene in 1963. There it is. So if we're if if people that are listening, this is the very important point. We have to go beyond left and right. It has to be working people uniting again because working no politician is going to do anything for us. They never have. We have to get upset again because the urine and the feces has returned to the streets. It's bad. We have a D minus in infrastructure, and our health it correlates with that. We have terrible health. We have to get our infrastructure back. We have to. And the only way that's going to happen is if working people unite. And could you imagine if um, you know there's a hospital and there's a thousand nurses in a big hospital, as an example, and just 10, 20 percent of them walk in and say, "I am not going to get a shot. I'm not going to wear a mask. And um, if you don't comply with this, we're walking off the job tomorrow." The hospital will go out of business. Dave. Yeah, but you know what? This government that's causing that to happen, I believe it's their intention. They want to create shortages in law enforcement, in health care. They're decimating the military with this. I think it's mm -hmm. intentional. I think it's by design, Tim. Yeah, absolutely. So the reality is, is we just have to push back. That's what it boils down to. And thank God for truckers, too, because I, I think less than 20% of the truckers are in these labor unions because most of them are single owner-operators. 
if we can get a small percentage of them to just say we're not going to deliver your goods and services, it's over. We can we can just shut shut these corporations down. They will bend because this is just it's so much. I mean, people should be so upset at politicians in general. It, it doesn't matter anymore. I mean, just look around. You vote for the left, and then you vote for the right, and you vote for the left, and you vote for the right. We have to go beyond that. That's the only thing that works, and these women have already showed us how to do it. And from that movement, every single person and every job wages rose with GDP. We have we have all the analysis on this. They all went up, but in 1970, Republicans came in and said that the working class movement built by those women and men too was communism. And they started branding it as communism. Look this stuff up. Yeah. And then the Democrats came in at the same time working hand in hand together. I tell you, dude, it's WWF wrestling with those people. It's a show. They came in and said, we're for the working class people, and we are going to create the labor unions to help you. And they put labor unions and cap the true working class movement. And from 1900 until 1970, 200 million people strike, 200 million Americans strike. And those people that striked, they got the better wages, they got the infrastructure, they got everything. They inspired working class people and all the countries around the world to do the same thing. And they all looked up to us. But when that, when the Democrats and Republicans capped that labor movement from 1970 until today, Dave, only about five to seven million people have striked. And when we stopped fighting and we stopped striking, our infrastructures went down, our health has went down, our safety in our streets has went down, and our income, our income has went down. And we figured that about forty-seven trillion dollars of our hard-earned income over the last um, 50 years has went upriver to the five percent to the elites. And what that means to the average person listening today, if you make $50,000 a year, you should be making 120000 based on GDP growth. So what would your family do with an extra 70000 a year? Probably a lot, right? So think about that and let that sink in. You as a decent person listening, this is not hyperbole. This is exact numbers based on GDP growth. This is what's happening. Where's the, where's the wage increases, right? Both mom and dad have to go out and scrape by to make a living today. Again. 70% of people have $400 in savings. We have been raped um, uh, financially, emotionally, spiritually, um, and um, and our health has been decimated. It's been you know a lot of that comes with infrastructure. So the cool news is is that all we have to do is unite, and it's over. There's way more of us than there ever will be of them. It's, it's interesting Dinosaur. you're bringing this up because you're presenting a model that Lekvenza. Of Poland used to cripple Soviet uh, stranglehold over the Polish economy. The people just refused to go to work. And uh, I, I did a podcast on this, and I'm rethinking my wisdom on this. I I said, you know, Lech Walesa did it. We could try it, but automation would replace a lot of us. But, you know, as I think this through, automation probably wouldn't penetrate more than 15 to 20 percent of the workforce. And this would cripple society. Taxes wouldn't be paid. And I do agree with you. It, it's time. And, and if only half the country did it, we could paralyze this country overnight. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, there is a movement doing this uh, led by Dr. Shiva Ayaduri. It's called Truth Freedom Health. That's that's the movement, truthfreedomhealth.com. It is the revival of the working class movement. And we're about 60,000 strong right now. So I guess I want to lay that groundwork. And, you know, for the rest of our time, we can – talk about other stuff, but I'd like to give some some value and tips on how people can boost their immune system because, you know, it's one thing to go, hey, everything's in the shitter, right? It's, everything's in the crapper, but 
what can I do as an individual to boost my immune system so that, or my, and my ch children's immune system and my parents' immune system or, you know, my friends and family's immune system so that I don't have to worry about, you know, having to get shots and all this kind of stuff and I can take responsibility for my own health and, and not have to worry about getting sick. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Let's, let's, uh, let's go there because this is what people are not getting from the mainstream media. They're not getting it from their doctors for the most part. Yeah, cool. So for those of you out there, like, the, where's the talk on the immune system? Like if we have the, the, the best doctors in the world and they're, and they're out there, there's no talk on the immune system. But when they do talk about it, they're actually giving us recommendations based on a 100-year, well, at least 60 to a, at best, to a 100-year outdated model. They're only looking at the adaptive and the innate immune system. And there's much more than that. In fact, I'll bring up Dr. Shiva again. He was invited to the National Sciences Health. Uh, he, he gave the Prestige Lecture in 2019 and on the modern immune system. So we actually have um, a new field called uh, biological engineering, right? So engineers are great people. You know, you probably met one. They like to consume everything, right? They want to read everything before they buy, and they're, just, they, they're really, really smart folks. What they do is, is like engineers build a plane, right? If they mess up, Dave, people die. Engineers build bridges. If they make a mistake, people die. I'll give you an example. Do you remember the space shuttle uh, Challenger yes. when it blew up? Two of the top engineers would not sign off on that. They said out of that whole complex system, that big engine, they said there's one little gasket. There's a valve in there. We have not tested that gasket because it, on, on cold weather, and it was very, very cold that day if you remember that. Very cold. They didn't sign off of and guess what? Because of the cold weather, it failed and it and the whole system crumbled and the and the and the deal blew up. So engineers know this. So we take engineering principles to all kinds of things. So we've taken it to like planes and bridges and there, there's these principles, right? There's these laws, Bernoulli's law, people um these laws that we have to follow as engineers so people don't die. Well now there's a new science emerging called biological engineering. Well, they're actually taking a systems approach to our bodies and how our immune system works. And they have it down to uh, – it's, it's amazing, dude. It's like it's, it's – they know it inside and out. Now, unfortunately, Western medicine, the whole system is, is raised on this old, outdated model of just the innate and the adaptive. They're not talking about the interferon system. They're not talking about the gut microbiome, the oral microbiome, which is critical, and that's what masks cripple. And, and your brain health. These are all connected. Your body is like the ankle bone is connected to the foot bone. But medicine today is like, oh, you got a foot problem, go see the podiatrist. You got a gut problem, go see the gastroenterologist. You got an eye problem, go see the, you know, the um, optometrist. But everything's connected, right? Everything is connected. So you need to, medicine really needs to go the right medicine for the right person at the right time. What we're moving into now is a field of personalized precision medicine because everybody's body's different. People have different body types. We have different stressors. We have different things we're exposed to, and we need an individual approach. You can't just give everybody a, a, a jab and think that's going to do it. In fact, when you look at it that way, what's the purpose of this jab? They're saying it's going to make antibodies, right? That's the whole point. It's going to make antibodies. Well, antibodies are like one single little tiny piece of the immune system. I mean, you have all this other immune system. Imagine you have a symphony orchestra. That's your immune system. And you got woodwinds and horns and drums and flutes and all these things. You know, you have it all, right? And violins, everything. 
and the conductor gets up there, and he's going to play the immune system, and it's going to protect you. And all he does is he says, one oboe plays, or one flute plays, or only plays one clarinet. You're going to miss out on this beautiful symphony. You're playing the clarinet. We're just trying to create antibodies. The whole thing is silly when you look at it from a system standpoint. So what can you do as an individual to boost your immune system? Well, the number one thing is turn off the damn news. Okay, it's 24-7 fear-mongering. Fear-mongering, and all that's going to do is like, and we talked about that earlier, that's psychoimmunoneurology. That's, that's, that's an interaction between psychological process and our nervous and our immune system in the human body. You know, Dave, you spent time studying this stuff, right? It's a big, long word. <laughs> it's, it's a really big, long word, right? So if you, if you are depressed and you feel scared and you're in fear, you are actually weakening your immune system. You're gonna manif you have a higher probability you're gonna manifest what you don't want. So when I get people that are cancer patients or they're especially with cancer patients and they're in fear mode because I have them watch funny movies to boost their immune system. We have them stand in power poses and I mean there's things showing that like if you stand like Superman or you stand with your hands up in the air like that, you boost your immune system like like within two minutes. It's the feelings. Feelings in our body and emotions create the chemistry in our body. We literally have a, a capacity to heal. You see these people where um, there's, there's stories where you know a lady's in a hospital and she overhears the doctors and, and they're like, oh yeah, she's only got two days to live and she's going to be gone. And they weren't talking about her. They were talking about somebody else. And two days later, she's dead. What you believe will happen. The belief, the power of belief is so powerful. And, and that's, that, that's, that's that psychoimmunoneurology. We have the power to boost our immune system with our thoughts and our emotions. So turn off the damn news, please. Turn it off. You're, there's nothing there for you. It's it's WWF wrestling. It's a show. And it's a very and it's and it's ran by uh, very not, not nice people that have hired system scientists to 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 put a map together to to confuse you. That's what it is. And this is this is high level stuff that they're doing here. So things you can do. Number one, turn off the news. Number two, you need to drink lots and lots and lots of purified water. It's very important to get water into your system. Your body's mostly made of it. Number two, eat whole whole foods, right? Stay away from processed foods. Eat lower on the food chain. What happened to just going out and picking food and eating it? The closer you can get to that, the healthier you're going to be. You know, picking food and eating. You walk out, an apple falls off the tree, and you grab it. That is where you want to be with your food, right? The processed food, the canned food, the irradiated food, the pasteurized food, these foods are all devoid of, of, of nature and they're devoid of nutrients. So, and on top of it, 85% of the nutrients are farmed out of the soil today. So that's why we tell people, it's like, look, today supplementation, proper whole food supplementation without all the garbage in it is not, an, it's, it's not a luxury, it's a necessity. We have to replace the 85% that's missing. We have to. Because most of the people are walking around on 85% fuel or 15%. This is why people are overweight, Dave. Because you go out and eat and you think you're eating a full, rounded, balanced meal, and your cells are starving to death because it wasn't in the soil that that grew the plant that you ate or in the animal that ate the plant. You see, if it's not in the soil, it's not going to end up in you. That's the problem. So your cells are starving and you eat, and then your cells are going, dude, go eat some more, or dude, <laughs> go eat some more. And you do, and you eat, and you eat, and you eat, but you can never satisfy your need for nutrition on a cellular level. That's why we have become, as a society, malnourished, yet overweight. 
that's where we're at today. So when you start flooding your body with nutrients, the cells will turn off the hunger signals. You won't be able to eat as much. Your grocery bill is going to drop, and your weight's going to drop. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll be a starving fat person is what you're describing. It's exactly the same thing as the starving kids over in Africa. Oh. Same. The only difference is, is we have tons of empty calories coming into us. So picture Americans like starving, starving African children, but with a big fat suit around us. That's where I was when I was 37. Yeah. I had 42-pound fat suit around me, eczema, elbows bleeding, rectal bleeding when I pooped, low energy, mental fog. You know, I was an athlete my whole life, and I, in my mind, I still believed I was. But the reality was I couldn't even run around a track once without huffing and puffing. Like, if you can't run one lap around a track, you're, you, you, we got some work to do, right? We have some work to do. we got to get you back. We have to be healthy. If you, wanna, if you want freedom... You can't have freedom if you don't have good health. And they're doing everything they can to destroy our health because you can't fight for freedom if you don't have good health. Right? People are tired. I talk to people all day long. They're like, Tim, I can, I, I don't even have enough energy when I come home to play catch with my son, play baseball. That's sad. That's a sad thing. When you don't have enough energy to go play catch with your six-year-old son, that's that's the good stuff. That's why you work so hard. This this that's the that's the juicy stuff in life, right? And 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 to watch people clean out their gut and, and, and flood their body with nutrients and clean out their blood and their fat and their muscle tissue. We have products that do that. We get, get all that crap out of people and we show them different foods to eat and things to do and, and then all of a sudden the guy's playing catch with his son again. I love those phone calls. I'm Actually, I'm referencing a true story right now from a guy that I talked to a few months ago. I was crying about it. It was awesome. I'm like, that's why I do what I do. I want to help people get so freaking healthy that they can fight for freedom for the rest of their life and we can get it back. And we have to have truth in all that stuff. Okay, so getting outside is another one, getting sunshine. You know, isn't it interesting that all these homeless people aren't getting COVID? Hmm. Isn't that, yeah, that is interesting. They're probably not getting the best diet, but what are they getting? They're getting copious amounts of vitamin D from the sun. Vitamin D is not a vitamin, it's a hormone. It's responsible for about 5% of all the functions in your body. Vitamin D creates these things. They're called, uh, if, I, if I can pronounce it right, it's like anthocathelacetins. They're like bullets to viruses. So vitamin D is like is like getting lots of it is like loading up a, a machine gun, and it shoots holes in the virus, literally rips the virus walls apart. So the, the homeless are outside getting it all the time, right? They're getting tons of this stuff, so they have tons of bullets. Now, for those of you that are listening that are dark-skinned, okay, you need 15 times more vitamin D than somebody with light-colored skin, right? So these lockdowns are like a death sentence to you. That's what they are, because you need more. They're taking away your bullets to kill these viruses, and you know we're talking about all viruses out there. You need lots of it. The only difference between a white person and a black person is your history. A black person's family and heritage grew up somewhere where it was hot all the time, and there's lots of sunshine. That's it. A white person grew up where there was less sunshine. You 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 take somebody's blood out, a white person, a black person. You look at blood. Is there any difference there, Dave? No, absolutely no There's difference. There's no difference. Yeah. There's no difference. That's why we again we have to go beyond left and right. We have to go beyond black and white. But the, for the people out there with dark dark skin, man, you've got to listen to me. You need tons of vitamin D. You need at least four or five thousand international units a day. And if you're in a, in, in really bad and like, there's a whole protocol for this. You guys can actually, if you want, if you guys want to see the protocol that Dr. Shiva wrote. Remember, this is a biological engineering systems approach to COVID. You can go type this into your browser. Just type in Dr. Shiva, letter to President Trump. 
Dr. Shiva letter to President Trump, PDF, excuse me, PDF, put that on the end, uh, Dr. Shiva, S-H-I-V-A, letter to President Trump, PDF, and you can pull up and read that thing, and then he gives you the outline. If you, uh, four different categories, right? If you're healthy, and, and if you're not healthy, if you're critical condition, he gives you the protocols. And you know, one of those protocols is vitamin D, right? Another protocol he had in there was vitamin A. Vitamin A strengthens your own cell walls. So viruses can't get through. Well, where do you get vitamin A? Green leafy vegetables. So fresh food. We want you to get low, eat lower on the food chain. We want you to get lots of fresh green leafy vegetables into your diet. And the fresher, the better. Please, and go support your local farmers. You know, right now fall's coming. Root vegetables are coming in. You can get, you know, there's beets and chard. Get out there and get these green leafy vegetables and get root vegetables. Eat lower on the food chain. You will boost your immune system. Um, you know, another thing people can do, just because people talk about it all the time, is zinc. Zinc actually stops viruses from replicating. It does. It works really well. But it has to get into the cell. It's got to get into the cell. So when it, the, if the virus makes it past the vitamin D3 bullets, right, and it makes it past your strengthened um, uh, cell walls because you're taking vitamin A, and it gets in there, then you can have zinc in there. So you need, like, quercetin to – you can take that or hydroxychloroquine. Uh, stuff like this um, will transport that zinc and get it into the cell for you. So those two have to be always taken in combination. And it's it's kind of funny because, you know, there was a study done on hydroxychloroquine a long time ago, and they said that it, you know, when COVID first came out, and they said it was completely ineffective. Well, they used a, they used a really low dose of it, and there was no zinc. <laughs> so it's like they missed the point. And I think the study actually had to get retracted. It was actually in the Lancet. It was like the first time it ever Lancet ever had to retract something because somebody challenged them for the for their sources and they didn't even have a source. Okay. When you have journals like the Lancet that are being compromised, we got problems. So we really have to look in the mirror and, and, and become our own doctor and um, realize that the only person that really gives a crap about our health is our is the person looking at you in the mirror. And you have to take full responsibility for your health and not rely on somebody else. Because if you go into the medical community, unfortunately, the good boys and girls have been trained like rats to hand out pills. Oh, you got that problem. Here's that pill. You got that problem. Here's that pill. How the hell is that going to get you healthy? How is that going to get you healthy? You have a carbon-based body, and they're handing you acid-based substances. You need carbon-based substances. You need real plant matter. And if you're eating animal foods, just eat less of it and make sure that it's not sprayed with you know, it wasn't fed with genetically modified corn and genetically modified soy, and they didn't inject it with antibiotics and and um, and uh, um, what are, they put other stuff in there. What is it? Hormones. They inject hormones into them to fatten them up faster. Just stay away from that stuff. Again, we get away from nature, problems. We get back to nature, we heal. Simple, right? And the last thing I'd say is, you know, hang around with your friends. Have some fun and smile and watch some funny movies. You know, there's these people called, um, well, the people that live the longest, the centurions, people live past 100 on this planet, they're called blue zones. So the blue zones are the these areas, these pockets around the world where people live, they have the highest concentrations of centurions. Here's the common denominators. Number one, they have lifelong friends and they spend a lot of time together. Number two, they move their bodies daily. Movement, exercise, whatever it might be, right? They they walk a lot. Um, the Loma Linda down in California, they pretty much walk every day. Their whole families go out and walk and hike. 
Um, there's people in Costa Rica. There's people in Sardinia. They're going up and down the hills all the time tending their grapes, and they eat fresh food. Um, this third common denominator, they eat an 80% plant-based diet or greater. So that's a big takeaway right there. So for you meat eaters out there, don't get scared because I said 80% or greater. That means 20% of your food could be, you know, animal products, right? That's, that's, there's, there's, there it is. There's the, and, and, oh, and then the fourth one that I think is really important is they respect their elders. They respect their elders. And what do we do with our elders? Well, they're so wasted on white bread and pharmaceutical drugs and crappy food and then they're difficult to deal with with Alzheimer's and dementia from all the heavy metals and aluminum and aluminum cookware and aluminum you know don't get me started on chemtrails but all that stuff and we just throw them into nursing homes and forget about them I used to work in a nursing home Dave it's it's pretty boring in there and it's sad not very many people come visit their parents in there or their aunts their uncles whatever and these people have braces around their wrist and when they get close to the door, the door automatically locks. So this one lady, I'll never forget her, she's sitting there waiting for her son to come and see her. And he comes in once every month, and it's like the biggest thing for her. And then she sees him walking, and she runs up to the door, and the door locks. And he's like, Mom, you got to move back from the door. And I always have to come around. The, from, I was a secretary back then when I was like, I don't know, I was probably like 20. And um, take try to get her away from the door. And she's like, no, no, my son, my son. And then I'd get her about six feet away from the door, and then – the lock would come out and then he could come in right but and then you know they give him candy bars and you should see the food they give him it's terrible it's all processed and garbage and then you know and, and that's that's where we're at today so think about those four things lifelong friends spend a lot of time with your friends have fun eat 80% plant-based diet whole, eat lower on the food chain um, and um, they um, they move their body daily and they and they respect their elders those are the four denominators of people that live to 100 healthy yeah, that's uh, absolutely true. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to step aside for our last break here of this segment. And I wanted to mention to you about the good people from Noble Gold. I went from being just an advertiser um, to a customer. In fact, uh, Noble Gold and I are having a discussion today because you have to go back and tweak as circumstances change. And they just don't do gold. They do gold, silver, IRAs, 401ks, crypto. They do it all. And they do it well, and there's no pressure whatsoever. They'll give you free material, and they'll never call you unless you ask them to. They'll tell you, this is what we offer. This is what we think you need based on what you're telling us. But they won't push you. You have to close the deal. Find out more. If you have assets to protect, you owe it to yourself to give them a call. 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. And again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to repeat the call for food. The time is growing critical. I'm reporting this afternoon that Britain is running out of meat in the near future. They've already talked about it. And, of course, if you look at the World Economic Forum, and something we're going to talk to Tim about here in just a minute, the World Economic Forum says you can eat aquatic, plant, bugs, and fake lab meat. <laughs> Folks, they're getting rid of your meat. This is intentional by design. Until we can turn these politics around... You need to take care of your family. Go to preparewithdave.com for the special. Go to preparewithdave.com for 25-year shelf life. Back to Tim James. And, uh, Tim, um, you're saying a lot of the magic things here that I think people really absolutely need to hear. Um, but if you were to say to a person, okay, they come to you and they go, Tim, I heard you on the Common Sense Show, and there was a lot of material there. 
Where would you recommend someone that knows nothing start? Well, I would probably have to say water. You know, I would say water. Um, you know, not to not to you know toot the horn of our own company here at ChemicalFreeBody.com, but you know, in our products and stuff like that, because that's usually where we start people. But if they're just looking for something to do that's the least expensive, you know, I talked about those core four secrets before, and you know, I would get at least you know if somebody doesn't have any money at all, go to your local grocery store, get some gallon glass jars, and at least buy single purified water and put it in those gallon glass jars. Now the beauty of this is, is it's very inexpensive. It's only twenty-five to forty-four cents a gallon for that. For that, um, and that's the lubricant of life. Like that is like gold right there. That water. You, you come down to it, Dave. Think about it. What's more important, gold or water? <laughs> you yeah, well, need water, baby. Exactly. Okay. We we tell people, you know, if you've got resource issues, um, get the food and water before you get anything else. Yeah, absolutely. So water. So what I what I would suggest people do is like make this the first thing you do in the morning. Have your water in these gallon glass jars, um, unless you can afford like a water system like I have, and then put it in a glass and then swirl it around and, you know, create a little vortex because that will restructure the water, okay? Drink it down and then throw a little um, salt under your tongue. These are going to be these are gonna be the minerals. These are going to be a light, what they call electrolytes, right? And you um, want to get like the Himalayan salt. It's got kind of pink hue to it. There's also a salt that's like called Redmond salt, called real salt. Do one of those two. Um, those are probably the best. And you're going to notice that that's going to help you hydrate better. And restructuring your water is so important, especially if you live on city tap water today, because that city tap water, we talked about this before, Dave, is, is um, that high-pressure pipes mess up the molecules, and they make them too big. So your intestinal lining, like a chain link fence, you know, the water molecules get big like bowling balls and they can't get through the chain link fence. You need to make them small again like sand. So when you swirl the water around in a vortex, you restructure it, that helps with that and then take the take the salt afterwards. So if you just do that and focus on drinking half your body weight in liquid ounces daily, so if you're a 200 pound person, that's 100 ounces of water a day. If you're a 100 pound person, that's 50 ounces of water a day. Really focus on that. Now, if you live in a hot, arid climate, or you're running around a lot, and you're an athlete, triathlon person, then you you know want to bump it up a little bit. But 95% of people aren't drinking enough water. Okay, they're just not doing it. So getting water into your system is going to help so much. It's gonna it's gonna improve your mental cognition. You're gonna get you're actually gonna raise your IQ, like literally. You know, the difference between finding your keys and hunting around for your keys for 10, 15 minutes could be the amount of water that you have in your body, your day, and your lifestyle. You know, and if you're not drinking enough water, which most people aren't, then where's the first place your body goes for water? Well, it's your colon. So years and years have gone by, and you have a dried-out colon, and that's why the average person, Dave, has 6 to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material in their colon. The colon is not a storage tank. It is a waste removal system. So by drinking a lot of water, you're going to start hydrating and doing that. And then, you know, then from there, we recommend people clean out the gut, get that driving engine of your life clean so that it can absorb nutrients and water even better. And um, and then start flooding your body with these bacteria to re recolonize the gut bacteria, which is a big part of the immune system. And then flood your body with nutrients to start turning off those hunger signals and get in your body the building blocks that it needs to repair itself. So that's that's where I would start people. Now that's and it's inexpensive too. That's what I like about it. It's uh, mm -hmm. it's something that's going to be accessible to most people. Um, you look at the managers of healthcare. 
Okay, obviously their main objective is to make profit, but it doesn't seem like they're interested in making us healthy while they make a profit. In fact, when I look at the vaccine situation, the cover-up of the vaccine injuries, the cover-up of, uh, you know, basically the fact that, well, let me just say this. I've never seen a medical product, whether it be prescription or an injection, whatever it would be, that didn't have contraindications. But have you seen any contraindications for these vaccines? I haven't seen any. You know, I think that, I just, I talk about this all day long. I do a lot of shows like yours and I'm to the point now where I'm just like, can we just turn the page, okay? It's WWF wrestling. We don't, we don't need to get into vaccines and are they shedding and all this other stuff and you know, they are. Um, um, I just had a doctor on that said that when they were when Pfizer was doing their testing on a vaccine, if that person went into another room and and visited, this was a clinical trial and visited a pregnant woman, probably his wife as an example, and she breathed that same air or they touched, then they were required to follow her around for six months and and watch for miscarriages and and and, and child death basically. And it was through the roof, Dave. So shedding is going on. But see, we can get lost in all these little pathways. We can go down all these rabbit holes. But the reality is, is that there's there's one solution. It's us. It's nature. Like we just have to turn. Again, it's turning off the TV. No, you're not going to vaccinate me. No, I'm not going to wear a freaking mask because it, it 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 destroys my oral microbiome, which is systemic to my entire health. And the same thing with kids. I mean, we have a we have a five year study that was done. I have it right here, actually. Um, a five-year study on masks that was done before COVID even existed. Well, probably not. But, well, actually, before COVID, we knew it existed. Isn't it interesting that, you know, they were like, COVID, we don't know anything about COVID. Fauci didn't know anything about COVID. Oh, it didn't come from a lab. It came from bat soup or whatever. And then all of a sudden, now they're saying, oh, yeah, well, it was Wuhan. And then it's like, oh, and then you find out that there's a patent on COVID. Think about that. Why would the government patent something? It was patented before it was even before it became a problem here. Like common sense, okay? Use common sense. There's bad people out there, okay? So here's the abstract. Mass and oral health, a molecular systems biology analysis. Again, this is an engineering paper that was done on masks. And what it says is cloth, the use of cloth or surgical masks is ineffective. While N95 masks are effective, prolonged use creates harm. You know, people start getting headaches and, and dizziness. Dentists have identified mask mouth as increased incidence and periodontal issues with masks. People's teeth are rotting out. Their gum disease is up. There's 50% spike in these things in cracking teeth. Systems biology analysis reveals molecular me uh, mechanistics basis on how max uses may affect mouth microbiome leading to periodontal disease. Oral health is essential to overall systemic health. That's a big statement right there that I want people to miss. Oral health is essential to overall systemic health. That's big. If you want to take care of your entire body, your mouth is the gateway to your health. You got to take really good care of your mouth bacteria, those oral microbiome, and your teeth. Okay, and it goes on and talks about other stuff. Children's oral microbiome is critical to not only their future oral health but also their systemic health, their entire health. The establishment of oral microbiome in children is a predictor of their future oral health and systemic health and diseases such as early childhood caries, celiac disease, autism. Uh, Heineck, Schoen, Papura disease, pediatric appendicitis, pediatric inflammatory bowel disease, and pediatric obstructive sleep apnea syndrome, just to name a few, right? 
So when you think about a young child and they're growing, right, Dave, they're growing, they're developing their bone structure. They're also developing in their strength. They're developing their bacteria in their gut and in their mouth. It's developing. It's, it's coming into itself and getting strong to, to carry them through the rest of their life. When you put a mask on, you change the temperature of the mouth, and you, you take three bad bacteria, and they go crazy, and they start destroying not only your mouth and your gums and your teeth, but, but your entire health and your whole body. That's what happens. So are masks effective? No, they're not effective. An N95 mask is, but then in two to three hours, it starts causing problems, right? So they don't work. But oh, I think I just went off on one of them rabbit holes, Dave. No, but this is a rabbit hole we need to go down. No so one's just, talking about periodontal and mass. You're the yeah. first guest I've ever had that's mentioned this. Yeah. So the reality is, is again, we just that was what my point was. We we just kept let's just turn the page, okay? Big Pharma was going out of business. Operation Warp Speed saved them. That's the whole point. It's about making profits. It's not about our health. We need to focus on us. We need to focus on boosting our immune system, boosting our family's immune system, and going door to door with little cards and flyers and building our movement. There's nothing else to do. They can't stop us on social media from walking across the street or walking across the farm and talking to a neighbor and using some common sense. So this is why it's important for people to get educated. They have to get educated on these topics, and we have to raise consciousness so we can go around and talk to people intelligently and not be like, well, you know, I've got a guy over here, dude, and my neighbor, he's he's a, he's medical sales, makes a lot of money doing it. His wife's a – she does clinical research and all this stuff, so they're deep and steep in the medical community. He's like, I got friends in the FDA, and they're good people because I said, you know, the FDA is corrupt. And his daughter has a, a mechanical issue with her heart. So the bottom line is, is if she gets a common cold, it could kill her. So when I asked him, what do you, what's your opinion on masks, he's like, well, I don't know why everybody's not wearing one. It's ridiculous. They should be putting them on. This is a smart dude, okay? This ain't some no dummy. This is a very intelligent person, and he's a good guy. He's my neighbor. I know him. He's a good, decent person. He wants – so I was like, okay, um, and I kind of explained some stuff. He's like, well, where are you getting this science? He goes, it's hard to believe. You know, if the CDC and the FDA and our top science are all saying this, like, where's this information at? I said, well, they're, they're corrupt. He's like, well, no, I know people at the FDA. They're not corrupt and all this stuff. And, and, we, and, we, and so what I did was I said, look, you believe in – you want good health for your daughter, right? He's like, yeah. And I said, you want good health for your family, right? He's like, yes. Do you want good health for the community and the public? He's like, yes. I said, okay, great. Me too. I believe I want good health. I want good health for my children. I want good health for the community. I want good public health. So we both agreed on public health. See, that's where we meet. Yeah, we get off I, of these I agree. problems and fake solutions. We meet on public health. And, and I Tim, said, you know what the- I need to cut in here because we're just about oh. out of time. But you're absolutely right. That is a great illustration. Very quickly, uh, we got about 10 seconds. Tell people how they can find you. Uh, you can just go to chemicalfreebody.com. That's chemicalfreebody.com. And if you guys would like to detox and get some nutrition, um, Dave put a special discount code for you. I would recommend you go to the products tab. Scroll down to savings bundles, pick a jumpstart bundle, or you can do the total energy and okay. detox bundle, which is what I do. And then there's five do a five percent off at the uh, at the checkout. It's common sense is the code common you sense. Get. Okay, that's great. I'm sorry, my friend. We are discount. we are up against a hard break. Thanks so much for joining us. Great stuff. Thanks, buddy.